Earners, what's up? Look, I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. Earners, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy to use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex, simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k, and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, the real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it, you should go over it and start using it now. There's an importance of having credit at a young age. Like you said, yes. one of those factors is the credit age, right? And mm -hmm. so if we're getting credit at 20, 23 years old, 
we've missed some years that we actually could have. So talk about the importance of establishing credit at a younger age, maybe talk about authorized users and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So for the parents out there, um, I recommend every parent, if you can, um, if you have a credit card that you know you're not going to you know, pay late or whatever, and with good history, I recommend to add your child at no later than 17. Now, if you now if your child is 18, obviously you can add them. But adding your child um, from from the ages of 16 through 17 will set them up for when they turn 18, they'll already have an established credit profile. Most people don't realize that you do not have a FICO score just because you turned 18. You have to have six months of credit history with at least two accounts before FICO will issue you a credit score, right? So as opposed to just starting at 18 and building your own credit, if you have a parent, a responsible parent that will put you on their credit card prior, at least six months prior to your 18th birthday, you'll already start off, you know, a little ahead of the pack, right? So as opposed to getting those entry-level credit cards, sometimes you can get um, quality offers because mo it's really easy to get a 700 credit score, especially if you have no collections or you haven't messed up your credit yet. It is super easy to get 700. So adding if you if you have the opportunity to be an authorized user on a family member's card and if if you share an address with them it's better because nowadays the the anti-abuse laws affects out uh, affects um trade lines uh, authorized users and so if you have the same address or the same last name you'll be more credited for those accounts right or for the yeah for the uh authorized user accounts setting um once you turn 18 though because this is the mistake a lot of parents make They'll put their child on their credit card at like 15, 16, whatever. And then whenever they turn 18, the child will have like a 700 credit score. And as opposed to making the child or having the child apply for their own accounts, they just kind of lean on, lean, on, lean on mom's card or mom's credit history and think that it's going to take them far. And that's where they run into the situation of having a high credit score, but not a lot of credit, not a, a worthy cre credit borrow wing right mm -hmm. so you need to make sure that when that child turns turns 18 like on my children on their 18th birthday we're going to be applying for a credit card on their 18th birthday because the earlier the earlier the better apply for a credit card please apply for a credit card before a student loan that's just like a a, a side note that's one of the things that's one of the mistakes that i wish that i can catch um with a lot of people having a credit card be your first established account your credit age is going to be reliant on that account. The great thing about credit cards is they can be open forever. Like there is no end date to a credit card unless you choose to close the card or the bank chooses to close the card. Whereas a loan, every loan has a term date. Every loan will end eventually. So when your credit age is based on a loan, once that, once that account closes, Okay. Yeah, your credit age is going to be affected drastically, right? So if you have your first established account as a credit card, that's sort of like a safety blanket for your credit age. Um, and so make sure at 18, apply for a card. It can be a, it can be a secure card. It can be a, a subprime card, whatever. Apply for a credit card and then start to build your own credit history because authorized users can only take you so far yeah, and, and not very far nowadays. Just so. a quick follow-up because you did bring mm -hmm. up closing cards. And I know a lot yes. of people as they're trying to fix their credit are like, all right, well, I paid it off. Let me close it. Mm -hmm. Talk about mm -hmm. like how that could negatively affect your score as well. Yeah, it could. Um, my rule of thumb when it comes to closing credit cards is if you have, if the credit card has an annual fee um, and you're not getting any increases and the it's just not worth it to keep it, there will be there will come a time where you'll probably want to close that card. When you close that card is super important. Number one, if you are applying for any 
anything, any large purchase like a car or a home within the next six months, it's not the time to close that car. Close it after you, you get your car, your home, whatever. Um, you, the only time I would suggest you closing a credit card is if you know, if you know, like I said, six months free of any applications. Um, and also make sure that you have another card before you close that card. Like, do not, like I see people all the time, like, I just hate this card. I want to close it, et cetera. And it's just like, that's going to do more harm than good. I have a $200 Capital One card that I've had since college. That card is still open. I haven't gotten an increase in years. I don't even care to use the card. I keep it open specifically because credit age. Uh, an, an aged credit card is the most beneficial thing that you can have on your credit report. That Like the most. And it's one of those things that's like the gift that never, never stops giving because every single three to six months that a card ages, it's going to, to add more to your credit age and also your FICO points. So... Um, keep that in mind. So don't close a card unless you have to. Um, if you if you have a card that you don't use, put a subscription on it. I have Netflix. Like use one, use pick one of your subscriptions that you probably have coming out of your bank account. Assign those to each of you know each of your credit cards so that it can have usage. So the bank will not close it due to um, non usage. So what about putting your child on the credit card? Yeah, as so a child. Yeah, for I so the one of the things that people think that makes a difference is if they add their child at like twelve or thirteen. That that doesn't make it regardless if you add your child at twelve or if you add them at seventeen, it will not make a difference in terms of uh the effect that it'll have on their credit reports. That's a misconception. However, um me personally, I would suggest, like I said, adding your child at like seventeen. When you when someone adds their child at thirteen, to me, it just that's a that's that's what, seven years, seven, eight years until they turn 18 and that's a lot of room it leaves a lot of room open for a mistake what happens if you get a late payment on that card and now your child's credit will be affected before they can even establish credit so you and we never know what can happen right so i just i for i just recommend i like i'll personally i'm adding my children at when they turn 17. Yeah. as long as you have six months before they turn 18 they're fine yeah, I, I was a, a a beneficiary of that so I, I was added to my mom's, I told this story before, but I was added to my mom's American Express card at six, 17. And so now even when I get the cards, it'll say member since 85, Ooh. even though I was born in 82. But my credit history goes back that far. So it's over 37 years. So every time I get a new card, it gets averaged into that. Yeah. And so I think when I- Dang, like, that's a blessing. It was a blessing. And that, it's, it's still a blessing, actually. Yeah. I still have the card. Because I just want that history. Because oh, for sure. that that thirty seven years plus one, the average it makes it like sixteen years uh, of credit age. So I'm like, that works perfectly. And American Express is a huge relation bank. Like, <clears throat> indeed, man, indeed. having a relate a long standing relationship with them, you can get anything. This is true. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. we, we talked about the number seven hundred, and it's key. Mm -hmm. And I don't want people to, you know, some people may not have a seven hundred, but it feels like that's the goal. But there are people like wh what are the numbers that in the range that people should be trying to get to 700 750 i know we got some 850s out there yeah so i'm a little different when it comes to credit scores right, right? because i know the scoring model and how how much your credit profile um matters most people don't believe me when i say i had over a hundred thousand dollars in credit card limits before my score was 700 right and it was simply because i learned how to set up my credit profile um that will that that far past my credit score there's a lot of time there's a lot of people who have over 700 and still can't get approved for over ten thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars right because their borrowing power does not match their score so i don't ever recommend a 
specific score. What I will say is, like I always say, a healthy profile will translate. If you, I, people need to focus on their credit profile more, meaning making sure you don't have any late payments. If you do have late payments, try to rectify those. Um, if you have collections, try to try to rectify all of your 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 credit issues. Make sure that you have at least four accounts open at all times. Like after you begin to build credit, there should never be a time where your credit profile goes below three open account or goes below four open accounts. Anytime, regardless, you can have an 800 credit score. If you, you, if you do not have at least four accounts open, any application that you do, you're going to get what's called um, an empty profile penalty, right? And we don't see this as consumers. We can't see this on our credit score or our credit report. However, when it comes to lenders and how um, our credit reports are, are um, assigned and how they translate over to their system, if you have less than three accounts open, four accounts open, then regardless of your score, you're automatically penalized. You're automatically moved down to a lower tier mm -hmm. of borrowing power, multiple tiers rather. So that's going to be more important, making sure you're not applying um, for, an, uh, in, like, let's just say an American Express card, if you have just opened up two other credit cards in the last six months, right? Um, so those are the things that speaks more to like your approval. Now, when it comes to score, if I had to say, I would say 680 and above, you pretty much, with a healthy profile, you pretty much can get anything. 680, yeah. okay. 680 and above. And, and it's above. super, and the thing is, it's so, and I know this probably sounds far-fetched to a lot of people, but it's so easy to get a, a 680. Like, I actually tell people, if you don't have at least a 650, then usually one or one of three things are the case. You had a recent collection within 18 months, a recent late payment within 24 months, um, or you have high utilization because as long as you don't have those, you at least you should at least have a 650 just in terms of how your credit scores, how our credit scores are allotted. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.